Hello, queens, and welcome to our Royal Community Podcast. If you are here, then this is officially your Royal Community too. I'm your host, Latanya Porter, a wellness coach helping middle-aged women find vibrance, passion, and purpose in the aftermath of challenges. Our Royal Community will focus on strategies to overcome life's obstacles while connecting with a tribe of queens as we build our empire. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's get started building our queendom. So for this episode, I want to talk about um, being brave, which just so happens to be the first chapter of my book, Your Queendom Awaits, How to Let Challenges and Traumas Guide You to Triumph. Over the next few weeks, I do want to cover all of the chapters. So the five strategies that I use to overcome those challenges and work through those traumas. But this week is the first chapter, Being Brave. So I do talk about some of the challenges and traumas that I actually went through. So like I actually tell stories, but I didn't really consider those chapters in the book. Um, I titled them Life After Trauma in the book, and they are in between each chapter. But the basis of the book are these five strategies. Like I said, the first one is bravery. So what exactly is bravery? For most of us, bravery is the idea of doing something without fear. And although it may seem that way, that's not the case at all. We do things every day that we're not afraid of. We're not afraid to eat. We're not afraid to drive. We're not afraid to, you know, cook. <laughs> there are so many things that could be dangerous. We could choke if we ate. We could burn something down if we cooked. We could get into a car accident if we drove. But we do it every day and it doesn't make us brave. We don't even think that it makes us brave, but we, we do it. So that's not so much what bravery is. Bravery is actually doing something when you're scared anyway. It's not about suppressing the fear or ignoring the fear or not being afraid at all. It's about being afraid and doing it anyway. So if you think about maybe a firefighter or, you know, maybe like some type of first responder of any type, of course, they're scared when they're responding to an emergency, but they do it anyway. Um, You know, firefighters aren't fearless when they go into a burning home to save someone. They know exactly what can happen, but they do it anyway. And that's what the bravery is. So then how do you do something um, when you're afraid? (laughs) Like if you're afraid, wouldn't that stop you? And, you know, shouldn't you suppress the fear so that you can do it fearlessly? Like, wouldn't it be more advantageous to do it fearlessly? And those are actually all legitimate questions. And they make sense. You know, if you're afraid of something and you want to do it anyway, then stop being afraid and just do it. But in actuality... Being afraid helps you prepare for it. And so I want you to think about it this way. 
um, let's say that like you're in school and you have a test coming up and you're afraid, like this is a really important task. You need this test um, in order to keep your GPA up or maybe even graduate. And you really, really, really need to do well on this test. You're not going to you know, ditch the test. You're going to take the test because it's really important. But what you will do is prepare for it. You're going to study, maybe get into a study group. Maybe you're going to go see a tutor or go to coach class to talk to your professor or whatever it is. You're going to make sure that you successfully pass this test because it is so important. Because you are afraid of what would happen if you didn't get a good grade. That fear of not getting a good grade on this test, it's what you're going to use to prepare for it. So that's actually what I want to talk about, you know, preparing and using that fear, basically, (laughs) to prepare for what it is that you're going to do. So let's say in my case, (laughs) um, the bravery part of this journey for me was starting a coaching business and writing a book. Um, I was a single mom, a single grieving mom of twins when I started this business journey and decided I was going to, you know, become a a wellness coach and I was going to write a book and everybody around me was really supportive. You know, nobody told me this is crazy. Why would you do this? This is absurd. But it was, it was crazy and it was absurd. I had a lot going on. The last thing I probably needed to do was divide uh, my attention and my resources even more. And I was afraid, you know, I already had two older children that, you know, of course I wanted to be a, a great mother for, but now I had these two little ones, these two infants and their dad was gone, you know, completely gone. He wasn't going to be around at all. I had to make sure that I was as whole as I could be for them, you know, for, for myself and for them. So to go and try to do anything new, to start anything, to launch anything just seemed crazy. And I was so scared. You know, if I divide myself up any more than I already have to, what kind of mother are they going to get? What kind of person am I going to be to my friends and my family? What is this going to mean, you know, me trying to do this? I was legitimately afraid. And what if I felt like this was my calling and my passion and I still failed at it? I had so much going on in life. What if I tried to do this and it just didn't work? I just couldn't pull it off. I was so afraid of that. So what I did was I prepared for it. I went out and I sought professional help. And, and even when I say professional help, I did talk to a grief counselor about my the grief, you know, the grieving part of it to make sure that I was still... Um, that I was still whole. I was still a good mother, a good sibling, you know, just a good all around person. I was still taking care of myself. 
But I also sought out professional help with the business side. I sought out a business coach to help me build a brand and build a business and guide me through the process. So my fears actually helped me prepare. And even in hiring people to help me, I was afraid. I was skeptical. Going to grief counseling, it wasn't my first time going to counseling. It was my first time going to grief counseling. And I had no confidence in grief counseling's ability to help me heal. Like, what in the world is this person going to say that's going to make me feel like, oh, everything is great? You know, even though my boyfriend died and I got to raise the twins all by myself and I'm not even working. Like, what can somebody say to make me feel like, oh, no, it'll be great. So I was completely skeptical. I was afraid that I was wasting my time. I was dragging the girls to these grief counseling sessions because I didn't have a sitter for them. So they were, I was waking up in the morning, getting them dressed and they were going with me. What if all of this was a waste of time? I absolutely thought about it. That was a huge fear of mine. But I try to do my homework and I try to commit to you know, myself and the process. And it ended up paying off in the end. So what does that look like for your goals? Now, what I will say is sometimes when you're stuck, when you're absolutely stuck, you know, when you are kind of residing in fear and the things that you want to do don't seem possible, you almost forget what your goals are. You forget what you're supposed to do. You forget what you want to do. You can't even see past where you are. Sometimes it's even scary to think about what might be past where you are. You know, one of those reasons could be that you can't see, you just literally can't see. You have no vision. You know, everything around you is just foggy. You know where you are. And it feels like the safest thing. So you're just, you you stay there because it's safe. You don't know what's past the fog. The other part of it is, you know what's past the fog and you just don't think it's attainable. You don't want to get your hopes up. You don't even want to think about what would happen if I tried to step outside of this fog and I didn't make it. Now, I don't even know if I can go back to where I was. This part is kind of where faith comes in. It is so important to have faith in. Of course, it's important, you know, to have faith in yourself and have confidence in yourself. You know, that would be the best case scenario. But maybe you don't have faith in yourself right now. Maybe there is something in you that says, I can't do this. You need to tap into another source of faith. You may need to tap into faith in your circle, the people around you, your family, your friends, knowing that you have surrounded yourself with good people and they're not going to let anything negative or bad happen to you. Maybe your faith needs to be in a higher power. It needs to be in the universe. It needs to be in God. It needs to be in something bigger than you know, the imperfect person that you feel like you are. But it's that faith 
that's going to help you get through. It is that faith that's going to give you the strength to say, I know this could go wrong. I know that I might not be successful. I know that it could take longer than I want. I know that there will be people who will doubt me or maybe even try to hold me back. But I have faith in something, myself, my friends, my God, that they are going to look out for me, that they are going to make sure that in the end, no matter how long it takes or how bad it gets, I'm going to be okay. And that's why, you know, faith really needs to be a tool that you use and not just an idea, you know, not just something that you kind of blurt out or say because it just sounds nice at the time. You really need to exercise your faith, really get in touch with what that faith is. And the other part is understanding that fear is just a natural part of the process. It is so it is so important to understand that when you do something big, when you have a big goal, when you have an, an amazing dream, fear is just going to be a part of that. You know, if we just did all the easy things all the time, we'd never be scared of anything. That's just life. But when you dream big, when you do something big, when you make a difference, when you make an impact, there should be fear. Because there's so much at stake. There's so many risks. And the fear is what's going to help you prepare. The fear means that you actually care about what it is that you're doing or you're going to do. The lives that you're going to impact. The lives that you're going to touch. Because you care so much, you need to embrace that fear. Embrace the things that are going to help you prepare. Embrace the things that are going to help you set yourself up to get to that next level. You know, don't think about suppressing the fear or you just, you know, you need to get over your fears and stop using them as excuses. You know, there are people who do some of the quote unquote bravest things and have some of the most trivial fears that they just can't get over. It happens. But the idea is to decide whether this fear is debilitating or not. And if it is holding you back, then start using it. Start using it to prepare for what you need to do next. You know, I do want to challenge you. I do want to challenge you to do something brave. Really, really take some time and think about your goals. That's probably the first thing you'll have to do in order to do something brave. Trust me, I know from experience, a lot of times when we get stuck, we don't even know what our goals are anymore. We, we really don't. We've kind of lost that part of ourselves. Really think about what are you passionate about? What makes you happy? What do you want to pursue? Find a way to use the fear that's been holding you back to start preparing for what it is that you need to do next. It's one of the most amazing feelings, I'll say. Like when you see the things that you are able to accomplish, when you use that fear to move forward, you feel so empowered. And that is the whole point of this journey is to empower Thank you so much for tuning in. 
There's no community without you. Let's stay connected via social media. You can find me on Instagram at Our Royal Community or visit my website at OurRoyalCommunity.com. Become a part of my email community when you visit my website and download the Quick Start Guide to Designing the Life You Deserve. This is the perfect complement to my very first book, Your Queendom Awaits, How to Let Challenges and Traumas Guide You to Triumph. You can visit Amazon.com to grab yourself a copy now. We'll be talking again soon and remember to never hold back. Your queendom awaits you.